Hey, hey, hi, hi, my, can, can I, can I ask you a question? Uh, I guess, hi, yeah, um, uh, my name's Sal, I, I, I couldn't help but notice, uh, you know, you're doing those bicep curls, and, uh, you know, uh, I just wanted to let you know, uh, you're doing it wrong, I'm doing it wrong, yeah, yeah, like, you know, when you bring the arms up, you're supposed to keep, Keep, you know, keep your back straight uh, and just bring them up. Don't go back too much. Just kind of, you know, don't overdo it. Just kind of don't let your heels come off the ground, you know. I, you just want a good, nice, even, you know, otherwise you just, you, you, you know, you're doing it wrong. Okay. Hey, I, I appreciate you helping me. I, I but I was trying to do a lot of weight. You know, I was just trying to bring it up a little bit, go a little bit harder today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just, you know, do what, you, do what you're going to do. I, I just, I don't want to see you hurt yourself. That's that's all. That's all. Okay. Thanks, Sal. No problem. Ah. Uh. Jeez, this sucks. I hate doing this with the... But I think I got it just right with this nut. Ugh. There we go. It's tight. Can't... Ugh. God, I can't get in there. I tell you, this is the worst. You know, changing the tires, I hate, I hate it. Hey! Hey, you need help? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Hey. Thanks. Oh, hey. Fancy seeing you here. Oh, hey, Sal. Yeah. Well, I just... You know, that's so funny you're here. I, you know, I was driving the car and I heard a, a big pop and I, I, you know, I, this happened to me before I had to pull over. Hey, that's okay. I, I just, uh... Let me see what you're doing here. Well, it's nothing really big. I mean, I just have changed it before. It's just this nut. It's uh, you know, it's just having a, having a hard time cracking. You know, cracking this nut pretty much. Just trying to spin it, get this wheel off. Hmm. Let me see how you're doing it. Well, I'm just doing it. You know, clockwise. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're supposed to go counterclockwise. Oh. Duh. Of course. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. Gosh. Thanks, Sal. Yeah, no problem. If you need anything else, just let me know. Okay. Thanks again, man. Steak and cheese sub, man. Mmm. Mmm. Good. So good. Oh. Hey, Sal. Hey. 
Fancy seeing you here. Yeah, I guess. This is like the third time this week. Getting the, getting the tubbies uh, famous or something? No, I just I saw you through the window and I, I figured I'd come in and, and let you know. Yeah, let me know what. Well, I see you eating that tubbies and I just wanted to know that you were uh, You're doing it wrong. Doing it wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I noticed the way you eat, the way you make the, you take big bites out of that sub, like really, like Pac-Man, you know. Just smaller, smaller bites, chew it, take time, chew your food. You're going to break your jaw that way. You're doing it all wrong. Okay, I never thought I'd uh, hear somebody, uh, you know, tell me uh, I'm eating a, a Tubby's sub wrong. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I just almost see you be okay, you know. First, the bicep, you know, curls, and I don't want to see you break your body, you know. Okay, so. But uh, I think I can handle this, man. All right, no, it's, it's good. It's good. See you later. like that huh you like that oh it's good oh i know you like that that's awesome oh oh yeah babe oh what was that what was that see that tapping that tapping on the window oh my gosh sal what what are you doing here what are you watching what's going on here no, no, hey, no! Don't mind me. I, I just want to let you know. I, I, you know, I'm not a peeping tom. I just want to know. I, I just want to tell you. You know, I see you with a girlfriend here, and you're doing it wrong. You're doing it all wrong. I know what I'm doing here. Just get the fuck out of here. Just it's my girl, my girlfriend now. I think I know what I'm doing. No, no. Look, can I show you something? I, I. Let me just get through the window. Here. I, Here. Now, when you do her, you got to make sure you put your hip into it. I, I, I think I'm doing all right. Seriously, Sal, you need to leave. No. Here, let me show you. No, that's okay, Sal. No, 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 really. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Put your pants on. Pull your pants up. Come on. No, uh, let me show you. It's all right, honey. Let me show you how it's done. He's going to show you. Oh, no. Hon. See? Uh, see? This is see how you that? do it. She, she really likes it this way. Don't you? You were doing it wrong, hon. Uh, deeper. Uh. <sighs> Sal. to fucking leave. Yeah, so how do you like that? How do you like them apples? Uh, going back to the comedy roots only took me about a month to do that skit. That's why I don't do that uh, stuff anymore. Uh, let me just uh, put this down here. Coffee spoon in the coffee. Uh, it's not good for for audio. Um, 
Hey, welcome to the Ham Pals, the 100th episode. 100th episode. It's 1.37 in the morning. It's quiet. I like recording when it's quiet. Gosh, I made it to episode 100. You know, it only, it only took since 2009. You know. <laughs> but here I am. I'm doing it. Um... I got a lot to share. Boy, has a lot happened um, the last uh, since the last podcast. Quite a bit. <laughs> but you know what? I uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go off. I'm not gonna go off. I'm gonna keep things entertaining because I think we all need to be entertained. Uh, a little less news these days. A little bit more entertaining entertainment. And I've never been one to. Uh, to go off on the news very much, very often. Entertainment news, yes, though. Entertainment news. Um, state of the movie industry. How about it? Um, I don't want movie. I don't want movies to die. I don't. Um, is as flawed as some of the uh, uh, scripts are these days. Some of the movies and things I'm hearing about just feels like there's definitely a bubble bubble in Hollywood more than there's ever been and it's less about storytelling and a little bit more about agenda telling but uh, I don't know I don't know um, trying to keep things upbeat here hell of a time to have a hundredth episode <laughs> hell of a time to have a hundredth episode I'm going to do my best I'm shooting from the hip I don't have any bullet points tonight I'm running on um on uh, coffee, which I'm not a big coffee drinker, but you know, I just had to have something. It, it's flavored coffee. It's a double chocolate, um, fireside coffee. Not a sponsor, though. Maybe they should be, um, if I got the name right. <laughs> went up to the place. I I got away for a bit. I got away for a bit. Um, I went up north uh, to my grandpa's cabin, and. I just got done recording kind of a, a video or a film short story slash uh, free verse poetry. I, I'm i not a big poetry guy. I like writing stories. I like writing short stories. These, What I just recorded was my thoughts about going up north and decompressing and really it's about um, you always feel, or maybe it's our society where we feel like if we don't get anything done, we're wasting our life or wasting our time. And there's, there's just a real sense of, damn it, am I supposed to be doing something more important? And I think there's a magnifying glass on that up north. And I think that could be a symptom of our society. Because there's a lot of things I do. There's a lot of hobbies I do. You know, as you guys know, I podcast. This is the hundredth. And and before I go any further, thanks everybody for for hanging in there this past month. I know it's been slow. Uh, there's been no ham, and uh, I know you guys have missed me. Um, I've missed doing the podcast, but you know, I needed a sleazy opener, and I think I got it. I wanted to get back to the comedy roots because this thing started as comedy comedy skits. I might even put out a CD of the best of Ham Palace comedy skits. Um, 
wish I kind of did a bit more of them, but I could probably put something together. Um, I don't know how many of them I'm going to be doing in the future because it just takes so damn long. And if, if I kept doing this, and I think that's one of the reasons I was off to such a slow start podcasting was because I kept doing these skits and it took forever to edit. And who was really listening? It really is for prosperity. You know, I don't know. Maybe one person was listening. Uh, myself, I don't know. <laughs> I think they're kind of funny. I think they're damn funny. Not kind. I think they're damn funny. I like them. And they gave me ideas for uh, comedy on stage. Even though one of them kind of ended my comedy career. If some of you remember, right, the, the library, the sleazy, perverted library skit. Didn't go over too well on stage in Albany. Um, <laughs> so comedy's dangerous. Comedy is dangerous. Uh, I was just watching Adam Carolla tonight. He was talking about how, you know, you're pushing the edges. Pushing the edges of comedy. Let me push the microphone closer to me. Um, that's what a comedian does. He's pushing the, the envelope of what's acceptable um taking the edge off um keeping things from being so serious things have been really serious that's why i gotta keep things light keep things fun uh but yeah i, I don't want movies to go down i don't i think there's still potential i think i think the movie industry is going through a phase an ugly dumb phase uh once it gets its, uh, its shit together and they start writing stories, good stories, um, over everything else, then people will start maybe respecting it a little bit more and start going back. But I think it might even be time for all of us. And... I'm not even saying if YouTube is really the right way. YouTube's been really flaky. Um, YouTube can pull the rug out from under you. They've been doing it to people. And um, I think it's really it's time for us to start making our own movies. For the indie, kind of like an indie Hollywood for, for people that, you know, they just, they want to, make something and they don't want to go through the Hollywood system because the Hollywood system right now, if you ask me, is broke. It's broke. Um, it's, it's very full of agenda and less about storytelling. And if you know me, I'm, I'm all about telling a, a good story with good, interesting characters, fun characters. Um, and if, if you push anything, it's subtle. And I think Hollywood has lost all subtlety with any kind of messaging. And, um, but again, less about that. I want to keep things fun. I want to keep things light. Um, yeah. How do I do that? <laughs> I had a chance to eat the Popeye's chicken. Popeye's, uh, uh, like the commercial said, I, I, I have feelings. I got feelings here. 
uh, feelings coming over me. And when I had their chicken sandwich, and this Popeye's not a not a sponsor, maybe they should be. Their chicken sandwich is amazing. Not worth killing a man over. Not at all. And in fact, if you're having a problem in line and someone is in front of you and they get a sandwich before you, do not kill them. Please take your anger out on something else physical before you even think of trying to kill somebody over a chicken sandwich. Please don't do that. You are the villain when you do that. Keeping things light at the Ham Palace. Uh, rest in peace, Ian Home. <laughs> I know I'm keeping things real light. But he was a great actor. Just watched Tarzan, uh, The Legend of Grace Stoke, when I was up north. And had a lot of fun uh, watching that again with my mom. Um, good stuff. Uh, Ian Holm is awesome. He, he, he time bandits, his turn is as Napoleon and, and, and time bandits was hilarious. Uh, little things hitting, little things hitting each other. It's what I like. <laughs> and Grace Stark, Grace Stoke, of course, legendary Grace Stoke, which I, I watched when I was probably like seven or eight years old and it, it, it was it's held up it was such a heavy tarzan movie which brings me to another point but one of the things i like about ian holmes performance was was the razor and he's teaching him razor razor and tarzan go razor and he's trying to put it together but the, the funniest part was was family jean family and he kept pointing to the mother and the father. This is your mother. This is your father. Family, Jean. Family. And uh, I just remember cracking up so bad the first time I watched that uh, with my mom. And just repeating that phrase. Just cracking up. And that was great. <laughs> it's still funny. It's still funny when we rewatched re 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 it. It's so great. Um, so over the top, but the thing about the Legend of Greystoke was it had a depth to it. It had a real good emotional beat, uh, father figures, and something I can identify with. Um, searching for a father and someone to connect with, and them passing in whatever form that may be. And it's just really touching. And everything comes full circle. He tries to connect with the... Uh, his father gets killed when he was a kid. He, he has a father-like uh, ape figure, which gets killed. And then his father is real... Well, somebody that acts like... Uh, I think it's his uncle or whatever. Or his grandfather. His rich grandfather. Uh he ends up uh, falling down the stairs and, and dying uh, on a sled. <laughs> but it's it's just something about it. It, it feels very Werner Herzog. Um, all the locations are very real. Um, there's a lot of uh, costumes, ape costumes, very realistic costumes. The apes, 
Christopher Lambert, it's a great performance. It still holds up. You know? I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Christopher Lambert. Uh, especially I love him in uh, Highlander, which I watched again up north. Well, I make that tr a tradition to watch Highlander. And uh, there's a lot of Connery movies up north in, in the cabin. <laughs> and one, uh, one of the other ones that I wanted to watch, it's been, it's been a while, it's uh, uh, The Man Who Would Be King with uh, uh, Michael Caine and Sean Connery. And uh, that's a story about... Um, Wait a minute, I'm getting a caller. I'm getting a call. Who we got coming in here? Who we got? Yes. Hambo. Sir Michael Caine. Thank you for calling. It's the 100th episode. It's the 100th episode. And you're still alive? I don't believe it. <laughs> well, look, I heard you talking about the man who will be king. And you know, I'm a big fan of... Uh, Kipling, and uh, you know, I, I quote his poems. The the real are quite, really are quite great. He was is quite an unbelievable writer, um, and and I had a lot of fun on, on the Men Who Would Be King. It's it really is something about working with Sean. Such a great, uh, uh, it was such a humbling role for him to go from from uh, a Bond. To kind of a kind of a shady man, kind of a, a military like a thief kind of man. I was gonna say he, you guys are in the military in it, but you're very kind of like you're kind of low lifes in a way because you go in on the scheme of trying to scam everybody. Well, yes, time. that really is quite the point. That they, they, they are very uh, scheming. Yeah, you throw you throw a, a person out of the train in that. And uh, we're expected to just kind of go along with that. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Yes, well, you know, hey, once in a while you got to throw a man out the train. Okay? Uh, look, he had a turban on his head. I had to throw him out. That's the, that character. I got it. I'm not going to go into that, but. Now, look, I'm not saying he was a great character. All right? Obviously, it's just. It's a good movie. Yes, it is a good movie. Thank you for calling in, Michael. Sir Michael Caine, I, you know, I was waiting if you're ever, ever going to call again. Well, I was waiting to see if you're ever going to do another one of whatever you call these. But uh, look, I'm, I'm going to keep it brief. I wanted to say happy 100th episode. And uh, if you do one more episode... I think uh, your acting career is over. Well, I, I think it's it's been stopped, whether I like it or not, right now. Bullshit. Bullshit. You can act on screen. You can act on the computer. You could put yourself on the YouTubes. There's so much you can do right now. Oh, look, I just record. I just made a movie. Oh, you made a movie. You made it where? I, I made it up north. I was just telling the audience. I made a little film. It's kind of like a narration poetry. You're doing bloody narration. You're not even on the screen. There's not even a story. I don't understand why you're doing this. You're going to shoot little movies and you're going to talk over them. That's not a movie, son. That's that's not even a bloody documentary. I don't understand. Well, I'm doing it because I want to 
practice the art of short-term narrative storytelling visually, and then maybe it'll morph into something where I can make more of a story from it. Look, I, I, I gotta go, but uh, look, Hambo, I just, uh, you just, you just have to rewatch my course acting on film, which you can watch on the YouTubes. But I'm gonna have to say, look, please think about taking your own life. That's 102. 100, 100, 100 second podcast. I, I don't want it. I, uh, I don't sir, expect to hear from you. Sir, you know, I just, I need, you know, you're always the ray of sunshine I need when you call in. You know that? Go to hell, bastard. All right, that's Sir Michael Caine. And uh, keeping it light here at the Ham Palace, you know, 100th episode. We're doing pretty good. I'm at uh, minute 18. It's 154 in the morning and trying to keep high energy. Um, hey, it's now or never. Sometimes when you podcast, it's odd hours. You might do one, two in the afternoon. You might do one in the morning. I'll never do one in the morning, but I guess this does count for morning. It is 155 in the morning, but this is nighttime for me, but it's quiet. There's no urgency. There's no sense of needing to go out, do anything. I guess I'll go into the history of this podcast and why I started it. Uh, really, I got into it because, well, I had heard about it when they started coming out with podcasts. And I'd listened to internet radio. Um different uh internet channels before pandora got so big um radio 80s was a big one i listened to at work this was like 2006 2005 um a fistful of soundtracks with jimmy aquino big fan of that and naturally it kind of evolved into podcasts i i listened to ricky gervais pretty like maybe part of one you know that was around the time he was the you know, office was coming out and um i was working in an office which was which is great that's why i, I got a chance to watch that through uh, one of my co-workers but uh yeah and i i kind of really i, I started listening to podcasts you know because i had an ipod um and I started listening to podcasts that way through work. And film spotting was one. Um, another one was, yeah, the Ricky Gervais show was great. Um, Kevin Smith. Of course, Kevin Smith, my hero. Uh, who made me uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to be in the filmmaking. And really, I mean, really... I mean, I don't even remember. Yeah, he was out like when I started making movies. My made my first movie. It's more it was Quentin Tarantino was huge, but Kevin Smith Clerks had come out. I was nineteen. I made Go Chill. It was like ninety eight, ninety nine, something like that. So yeah, I think Clerks had been out. And Mall Rats, yeah. Um. So that that was probably an influence right there. Um. 
so yeah, listen to the podcast. Uh, Kevin inspires again, and he would play songs throughout his his um, his cast. And his cast are gone for a while, but he would talk really passionate about the stuff. Passionate about the stuff he likes. There's a great few uh, episodes where he goes into Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky, and his career. And he gets really into hockey, and he gets real high, and he talks about it. So, but it's good. It's really good. It's passionate. Um, it's a great discussion he has with his uh, uh, what's his name? Well, he has a good discussion with his his buddy on that. Scott Mosier. Scott Mosier. Um. Anyway, yeah. So that got me into. So I started recording, but I like the skit format. I like, you know, Jerky Boys and stuff like Adam Sandler CDs. So I wanted to do that, and I, I had already kind of previously recorded audio stuff. Um, I took an audio broadcasting class in college, or we we messed around on, uh, you know, analog recording, and uh, yeah. So I would just do these these things, and um, so that was before I kind of fell into the bracket of like you know I love movies love talking about movies i can make metaphors from movies as opposed to sport ones and i still you know i still like was collecting comics uh i don't collect comics really much anymore i do very sparingly and i, I read them on on uh on the kindle because i'm at maximum capacity with my comics i mean i need to sell them I need to give them away. It's it's which isn't easy to do. I'm sentimentally attached to them, but I have no more room to collect any more comics. That's the problem with collecting stuff and comics. You run out of room, so you have to sell them. You have to get rid of them if you want to keep buying them. But the price of buying them has gone up so damn much. It's like you can't experiment that much anymore, and buy. You have to go to the ones that. Like, I have to go pretty much straight to the Wolverine now. Um, or the old man Logan. And that just takes me out of the game. I've been out of the comics game for a bit. With the exception of, you know, picking something up at the library or reading some old stuff. Um, you know, but uh, I try to help out the comics uh, corner. Uh, we're one of the closest comic shops to me. Um, I think they're op they've opened back up. But again, I don't have any room for comics, which breaks my heart, since I draw comics. Um, I've been working on word balloons for uh, probably almost close to a year now. On <laughs> rage number four. Um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, it, it's it's a, such a pure form of storytelling. Um, but even even comics have been going down the the agenda hole, and it's, it's starting to be a lot less subtle. And we need better storytelling. We need good, solid storytelling. Good, solid characterization. We got Marvel's Marvel movie slate coming up. Uh, He's taking big risks with the Eternals, uh, Black Widow, which I'm sure will be entertaining. Um, 
that's the other one. Um, yeah. Uh, the legend of um, something, something she and the five rings. I can't see this is what happened when you record too late. <laughs> I can't remember certain things, uh, which I never, I, I, I'm familiar with that character. Uh, I can't even really think of his full name. Um, but I never read any of his comics, really. Um, he's kind of like a Bruce Lee kind of ripoff from what I got from it, but okay. Um, then we got the Disney Plus shows. Um, but it's going to be a while before those come out. There's been some Wolverine news. Like, I've heard that uh, Madripoor is going to be uh, referenced in the Winter Soldier, or no, the um, uh, Falcon in the Winter Soldier, or whatever that's called. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I heard some rumors about Omega Red possibly in it, which I'm stoked for that. Uh... I'm just really worried about the casting of Wolverine and what they do with the character in the age that we live in uh, of cancel bullshit um, and hitting you over the head with certain topics. Um, yeah, let's... let's um, I'm curious. I'm curious how they're going to pull it off. There's going to be a lot of people auditioning. I'm thinking about auditioning for the role for Pete's sake. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm just doing an audition. Online audition. Send it out. What the hell? What do I got to lose? Um, it'd be a pretty hammy audition, but what the hell? Uh, I'm sure they, who knows, they probably got somebody in mind already. But uh, that's a tough casting choice because... Hugh Jackman, it was pretty much an unknown. Um, even to Grace Scott, before him, he was pretty much an unknown. He'd only done really one or one movie that was popular, somewhat popular, ever ever after or whatever. Uh, maybe he's done some before that. He probably has. But um, so yeah, it's like lightning in a bottle twice, you know. Uh, Michael Keaton could be coming back. And this is another one that kind of scares me because that's awesome. But why don't they just do the Kingdom Come storyline instead of the Flashpoint storyline? Because they're butchering the Flashpoint storyline. And the person that wrote um, Birds of Prey, which I didn't go see because they just... <laughs> terrible costuming in it. And... It just it it just didn't look. I don't know. I just I wanted to see how the reviews went. I, I'm still not interested. I hear it's very mediocre. And I like McGregor, but it's just I'm not sure. I like what they're doing. What they did with Black Mask. They, it doesn't seem like they took that villain serious enough. <sighs> anyway. 
I'm a bit disappointed in Hollywood these days. Although I am looking forward to, to uh, Tenant. Um, eventually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. Uh, will I go? Will I go? I think I'll go. I think I'll go. I feel, I feel confident in my health and my immune system to go bravely and brave it. But I'm sure they're going to do a limited seating. And I'm thinking, you know, that's probably not limited seating is not going to help. I mean, it's going to bring some money in for the studio, but not enough. Uh, you know, I don't know. But I, I personally, I'd rather wait for all this shit to be over with before I go out and start doing things that, you know, where we don't have to wear masks and all that. But, uh, you know, this thing is, is, is going on for the, looks like it's, it's going to be the long run here. I, I hate to say that. And I want to keep things light on this show. Um, thinking of doing a commentary of Big Trouble in Little China. I'm trying to remember when I did the commentary of, uh, uh, Mission Impossible, the last Mission Impossible movie with with Tom, it went on a bit long. <laughs> and, uh, I don't I don't know if I have the bandwidth to do you know. And the Wolverine's origin commentary is, is you know overdue as well. Um, but hundredth uh, episode, this is special. This is a milestone. This is a uh, important. It means it means a few things. It means I, I, you know, I keep going no matter what, no matter what happens in my life. I keep recording, and if you go back and listen to some early early episodes, and, and someone's in the middle, you'll you'll notice I'm just a lot happening, or not a lot happening in my life, but uh, there's definitely different phases, different jobs. I, I you know it was pretty rough there. I was recording out of hotels. Um when I was working in sales, um, going to different states, and I kept recording, damn it, because I feel it's important for me to do. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I had, uh, I had, uh, you know, D-Don, last episode, that was a live episode. It counted it as my 100th episode, but that wasn't the 100th. So that was kind of like him that is kind of like him. I, you know, I told you the idea of having him on the night, but I just want to get this, get this out because this is, this is what you've all waited long enough. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'd love to hear from you guys. Although I pay, hey man, I listen to podcasts all the time and I never write in. So I get it. If you don't, um, I'm always looking for some new topics to talk about. Usually in the movie category or comics or anything, you know, in those areas. But, you know, I've mentioned some real life stuff uh, that I've gone through and that's cool. Um, if, if you want to talk about something else, try not to keep it political. I, I, I'm not a big political guy. I always try to veer away from that, even though it, it can be tricky. It can, <laughs> can be challenging sometimes to get away from that stuff. But, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the ukulele, I, I've been, I haven't played that in a little while. I'm, I, you know, 
I got to get passionate about it again. I got to start writing songs again. Comedy, I'm, I'm still writing my comedy. Uh, I'm still writing some jokes. I can't say they're any good, but they're, they're, they're written. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got to say, I'm still working. I'm thankful I'm working. I'm thankful, I'm thankful I have a job. Um, one of my jobs uh, went under because of the, of the whole thing uh, going on. Um, and I did not get un unemployment for that job, so that sucks. But I do have a job still, so that's good. And I am thankful for the money coming in. I'm thankful for the... Um, stimulus because i didn't get unemployment i got the stimulus which thing i'm thankful for um so anyway i hope everyone's being productive out there you're doing the things that you love to do uh this is why it's important to have hobbies this is why it's important to have something that, that you're developing on the side um yeah, it really is. Uh, I've been getting back into Dungeons and Dragons. Been DMing, DMing games. This is probably my fourth one. I just did recently, uh, the Forgotten Realms campaign setting, and it's been fun. It it's that's been challenging too, but I feel like I'm doing some kind of good and keeping people out of their minds, out of negativity, and it's been keeping my own head out of negative negativity by thinking about each adventure uh, that we're playing and uh so we've been having fun with that it, you know it, it helps the imagination it helps with the storytelling aspect which i i enjoy i like i like having characters in there um it does i, I like to think that it does help my writing in some way in my imagination and developing stories i wrote down um uh my uh, Dungeons and Dragons Bible Journal of all the events that have happened in the campaign and previous campaigns in that world. And that's been neat. I've enjoyed that. Uh, running out of steam here. I got it here. Let me drink my energy drink stack or two. Yeah. Grateful to be working like to get some more guests on here I'd like to get uh, uh, one of my uh, uh, one one of my friends that I know I should really say uh, associates that uh, is an independent independent comic scene uh, I'm thinking I'm reaching out to him and, and doing an interview because I think it's good to spot like independent pe people that are doing it no matter what. And this man has a body of work. He inspires me. And I, I'm going to reach out to him soon and see if he wants to be on the cast. And he does his own podcast. Uh, uh, I believe it's called Idiot Head. And, um, you know, it's a man that does it for the love. But he also knows how to raise the funds on Kickstarter to make it happen. And I am all about going all in on my passion. 
I have no choice but to go all in. I've made that fateful decision again and again, and, and uh, I'm doubling, I'm tripling down on that. And uh, it, it, it might be my last words that <laughs> instead of looking for the job that's going to propel me to the next step, the next ladder, I'm going to double down, triple down on my passions, on myself. It's not an easy thing to admit that and to come to that decision. Got to be true to myself. I will not regret it if I am true to myself. That's why I keep doing the podcast, because I like doing it. Um, so, Commodore 64 has a console called a C64 Mini. Thinking about getting it, but, you know, I have a Raspberry Pi. I got Commodore 64 games on that. It's doing the job right now. I'm waiting for them to come out with the Maxi where you can actually use the keyboard. Uh, been playing, uh, trying to get back into Pool of Radiance d and Trying to beat that. That's such a long game. Oh my gosh, it's such a long game. I, I, I need to beat it though. It, it's just like it's one of those video game accomplishments that need to get done. Uh, it's right up there with beating Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> Um, still got to eat an Impossible Whopper. I had a uh, request to eat, do a podcast on eating the Impossible Whopper for the first time. The coupons are there. The $6 meal is waiting for me. I just got to record it. You know, I might do a podcast on eating the Popeye's chicken sandwich and explaining how good that is. The lines are long. When you get in the Popeye's line, they are long so be prepared they're already long with everything going on fast food lines are long um be thorough folks when you get to the window and this has happened twice already and they ask you you're the one with that 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 order make sure that's the right order because i've gotten almost screwed over twice over that where they said they gave me the wrong order and they overcharged me and it's like they're just, they're not, the management, the leadership isn't there, okay? <laughs> I could go on about leadership these days, but I'm not going to. Because I don't want to get political. But I will say with fast food, management, leadership needs to be there, and it's not. So anyway, that's 100th episode, 100th episode. I remember doing the On the Roads. Uh... The on the road episode where I'm just talking, I'm in my Ford Explorer recording. I, I, it's taken sometimes it take me a, a couple hours to get to my location, upstate New York, whatever town that was, uh, Herkimer or Vermont. Lots of trips to Vermont, endless trips to Vermont, <laughs> Burlington, and I just have a lot of time to listen to audiobooks before I listen to the awesome Dark Tower audiobooks. Um, I would just go on and uh, record, and you know, I would tell you my thoughts. And uh, I like that. I like that. I just, you know, I don't care. I just record because I do it for myself. You got to do it for yourself. And you, you know, yeah, I want to be entertaining. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want 
you guys to listen to me. And uh, if I start doing a karaoke and I turn you off, well, it doesn't happen that often. <laughs> but I'm doing it really to keep myself sane, to chronicle my life in a way. And so when I pass on or when I get older, I want to listen to myself, what I was going through at the time. Hey, this is what was going on. And uh, it, it'll trigger some memories in a way, hopefully. That's why I always do yearly. Um, uh, I'm, you know, I just turned 31, 32. This is everything that's going on this year. And this is what I want to do. Um, yeah, nobody does that. <laughs> I do that. I do that. Every birthday I record, uh, or the day before I try to do it. I'm 39 and I will be turning 40 tomorrow. And these are my thoughts. And this is what I want to get done. And uh, it's interesting. It's damn interesting. It's like the 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 one up or one up series where the guy record Michael Apted recorded uh, kids growing up in every no every seven seven up every seven years he interviews these act these you know from seven years old fourteen years old. 21 years old throughout the years and interviews how they grow apart how they change as people really fascinating and i think he's due for one pretty soon <laughs> i don't know if he's going to keep going with it because some of the actors got said okay that's enough <laughs> some of the people in it um yeah yeah so i'm trying to think of what else role-playing games yeah playing mythic role planes i have this is this is pretty cool um i'm I have made a mythic game with my character Rage, and what I've done is I've made it more of a life uh, role-playing game where I put deadlines. And like, if I achieve this and this by a certain deadline, I get this many experience points for Rage in this adventure game. So it's an, an incentive to have me get things finished in a game. And uh, I quite enjoyed. I had, I had a fun time playing it. I'll have to tell you about it next time because uh, I'm starting to wind down. I'm starting to wind. I, I, you know, I need to drink some more water. <sighs> Bummer. I got to record the hundredth episode. Just kind of. Usually, I'm up pretty good. I'm up pretty good this this time of night. But I think because of the long day at work, and and that's the, that's another thing about these. Uh, recording is that you get home from work and you're exhausted. You don't want to do much besides watch TV or relax. Soak the feet, which I did with the Epsom salt. When you get sore feet, use the Epsom salt in the bucket. That's something valuable I learned in <laughs> California as a PA because my feet were killing me. And I asked somebody, uh, one of the ladies that was, uh, I think she's helping out with the food or something I go what do you take for sore feet she's Epsom salt and I started soaking my feet in Epsom salt and water and I did that for a while I soaked them in the bucket and I fell over I fell on my back because I could not balance myself sitting on my uh, on my chair and I have a tendency to fall back on uh, the chair lean backwards too much and fall down onto my back and there you go uh so yeah 
Epsom Salt. Um, damn it, it's my 100th episode. I should be getting drunk. I should be drinking. But, you know, I do a lot of these episodes. I'm, I'm just, it's it's like this. It's late night. I was doing the uh, 4 a.m. episodes late night, which were fun. A little brief podcasts. Um, watched a little Tom Green Webovision podcast tonight just to get me in the in in the mood for this. And uh, it's it's neat. It's neat seeing Tom return. Uh, you know, when he started doing stand up again, I I, I applauded him because his stand up was pretty funny. And for a while there, he was just kind of doing the late night shtick where he's just interviewing people, but he was more serious. And I'm like, this isn't. This isn't really working. So, but he got in that end of the comedy, stand-up comedy, and that was great. I love that. Love that. So, um, I know I'm kind of all over the place tonight, but you know it's a hundredth episode. I'm gonna do that. Um, I'll tell you about the five, the fifth edition D and D. Um, I like it. But at the same time, I don't because the characters in it become too overpowered too early. And there's just too many damn superpowers you get in this game early. As opposed to second edition, you slowly, you, you level slower. <laughs> so you really got to hang in there. And so that really adds that threat. And here, you're, you're kind of overpowered. Um... But that's how the group is rolling. They're learning 5th edition. They're, they're still new to D&D. So I'm still... I couldn't just have them... They had already played... I had already played with them in uh, the Minds of Fandelver. So that's what they're used to. I don't want to jump them from that to 2nd edition or advanced D&D. Because it would be too jarring for them. Now they want to do that to them. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, hero quest made my own hero quest you can check me out I got a new YouTube channel called uh, uh, solo quester solo quester hero quest I made my own hero quest game um, from a website it offers the cards that you can print out I have my own enemy tokens I made my own furniture um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I made my own custom games with it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, check it out on YouTube. I also made another YouTube channel called uh, 10 Second Cartooning, where I attempt to draw something in a character in 10 seconds. You know, I do other drawing tips. Uh, pretty much based on my course on Udemy, 10 Second Cartooning, for the uh, full-time working dad. Uh, when I say full-time working dad, it can also mean full-time college student, whatever, full-time worker. It's people that don't have a lot of time to draw, but they want to get into it. They want to find ways to draw within a very limited time window and, and learn the basics, at least. So it's, it's kind of a beginner drawing course for busy people. Um, I am thinking about making another course, and yeah, so, but one thing, uh, you know, that's for sure, I needed to record this first. 
um, call-in show. Maybe I'll do a call-in show. <sighs> I wanted to do, the, to do this solo. I was hoping to get more guests on, but, uh, you know, with everything going on, every, uh, you know, Arnold, uh, you know, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to reach out, or they might call in in later shows. So this show, I took it back to the comedy roots. I had Sir Michael Caine call in. Arnold, maybe Stallone, and Jean-Claude, you know, next episodes, look out, look out, and they'll be, you know, I know they will, because, I mean, they show for the Christmas party, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward forward to that. Um, maybe maybe Ray, maybe Ray Winstone, maybe try to get him back. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've been watching a lot of Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. Tolle. However you want to say that. Great for these times. Um, Russell Brand. I recommend watching him. He's been having some fun guests on. Uh, anything that has to do with keeping your mind at peace, I'm in. I'm in there. Um, also been into the supernatural. Uh, the missing 411. Uh, which is always great. David, uh, David Polites, uh, don't let me mispronounce his last name. Um, he puts up YouTube videos all the time. Amazing research. He's just the facts. He's drag, dragnet about missing people that go, go missing in ways you can't explain. Amazing stuff. I've got his second book, The Eastern United States, 411, and his Western one. It's great stuff. It's tragic, tragic great stuff, but I highly recommend it. Um, it's a bit of a rabbit hole, but it's one where he's very credible. He does his research, and he's like Sherlock Holmes. He eliminates everything that uh you take away everything uh that something cannot be and what the only thing remaining that must be the explanation he's got that kind of a methodology um i don't even know if i said that right that it's something like that the process of elimination poe um it's the 100th episode folks i hope you're i hope you're enjoying this i know i'm scatterbrained tonight but uh, I think I've, I've earned the right to be scatterbrained tonight. Um, keeping the energy going. Um, yeah. I've been inking um, my comic. Um, I've been doing the word balloons. Boy, I tell you, setting up your own office or your room to where it works for you, that's half a battle. And I've just did something today that might change the game. I moved my printer from one side of my bed to the other side of my bed so it's closer to me so I don't have to reach over the bed to, to get to it. This could change the game, folks. <laughs> this could increase my productivity tenfold. Uh, now if I can just get rid of papers and things I don't need, old bills, Whew. Stuff I'm not sentimentally attached to first. 
I was on eBay. I did sell a couple things. I need to sell my camera on eBay. Get better at selling things on eBay. Not easy. Not easy letting go. It's not. It's not. Not at all. Um, uh, spending money. I'm, I'm trying to not spend that much money, but at the same time, I am. Uh, I've gone to a couple of restaurants. Um, I support. I think a good thing right now is to support the restaurants that you love when you can, when you feel you, like you can afford it. Sure, go do it. Um, get get takeout from them. I'm a big fan of Terry's Terrace um, oh, in Harrison Township. I used to work there. Um, great food, great seafood, great burgers. Um, they used to do these amazing steak fries. Not anymore, unfortunately, but they had the best. They had this bowl of butter, and you'd light a candle underneath that bowl, little tin bowl of butter, and it would melt. It was the best. It was the best. <laughs> and you'd, I would dip the steak fries in that oil after work. There, it was heaven. It's the little things in life, and I think that's why I go into things like the spicy nuggets. Uh, the Snicker Blizzard, which they brought back. Um, because sometimes, you know, you don't get the girl. You don't get the job that you want. And you know what carries you through? Those spicy nugs. Those spicy nugs in the ranch. The spicy nugs in whatever sauce you use. The Snickers Blizzard. It's little things. Little things sometimes, man. You know, it's a, it's the little joke they used to say with a buddy, you know, who's familiar with your sense of humor, with, you know, that you go back, way back with. It's, it's the little story that you forgot, that your friend reminds you of. In the time, you know, the time when you looked at that chick's ass swimming in the pool and your boyfriend was looking up at you, you know, those times. Um, it's when you watch an, a good movie that you love and the scene comes up. And it's like watching it all over the, for the first time. Those are the little things in life that and I want to say make life worth living. I like to say there's more than that, but you know, really, family and, and the times you spend with your family and friends. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that too. That too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, there's been some deaths. Um, yeah, there's been some deaths. Ian Holm, Jill Schumacher, most of all Marie Fredrickson, and uh, of Roxette. That that tears me apart. I'm probably gonna go into the next episode about that. Because I'm going to keep this at a lean, and out, lean hour. And actually, this is going to go longer than an hour because of my comedy skit. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to miss her like crazy. I mean, her music. So she left a legacy, just like Eddie Money left his. But, yeah. Rest in peace, Marie. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, 
I, I, I just... I, I hate it when beautiful, talented women pass earlier, early, uh, when, when they shouldn't. Um, cancer is terrible. It's, it's a terrible disease. Um, I'm bringing the whole house down, but next episode I'll go into that a bit more. But um, I want to thank you all for listening to me all the, over these years. Um, even if you've been silent... I get it. I know you're out there. Somebody's listening. Uh, hopefully some people through my short stories pages, they're listening. I apologize. It's been a bit over a month since I've recorded, but I've been putting the work in into this show. Um, and I plan on getting more consistent pretty soon and having some, some more guests. And uh, I hope you stay with me. I hope you stay with me because i got some great things coming up. I got to, you know, like I said, I was talking about the the uh, the cabin movie, the up north movie, which I'll be putting out on YouTube hopefully soon, and some more mini movies, and uh, yeah, so uh, I look forward to making those, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. I will say to you, long days. May you have long days and pleasant nights. It's the 100th episode here in the Ham Palace. To the 200th.